<laughs> if you already know Drake or you already been on Drake's TikTok or his lives or his Sunday Zooms, which will be once a month now. <laughs> Did you know? Now you know. <laughs> you know whose voice this is. It's Shan from She Gets It Pod. So while you're listening to Everything Culture with an A, not an I, check out She Gets It pod all right i know i'm the one with the little boo me on there that's me all right new season new season 22 giving y'all encouragement motivation and a real insight in the things that i think about on a daily but i'm saying them out loud to y'all so check me out on she gets a pod on your favorite podcast app and also find me and the rest of my podcast on shambypodden.com. Now, I hope you're enjoying this show with everything culture. Hey, Drake. I'll let you have your mic back now. Bye. Welcome to the Everything Culture Podcast. It's your host, G-Jack, along with my co-host, Mr. D713. Today, we have two special guests in the building, Mr. D713. You want to introduce them for us? Yes, y'all would love to. Right here, we have our good friends, Nisi. Anyway, as well as Shayla. Hey, guys. Hey. <laughs> so today is actually my first time meeting Nisi. Um, but I've been knowing Shayla for some years now. We attended the former John Tyler High School. Shout out to that. <laughs> former. Still Cujo, though. Still Cujo. Let's say Cujo Lions. I'll be fine with that. Okay. Um. So it's what's been, and we ain't even gonna say how long we've been out of high school, but it's been some years. Um, kept in touch through social media, you know, the good old Facebook. And, you know, I'm happy to have her join us today on our podcast, on our platform. Uh, I always see she has such great conversations and, how do you say, outlook on things. So it's, it's a great, and I'm, once again, I'm happy, I'm excited. We got some good topics today. and. Hopefully, we get you all to enjoy and hear what we're talking about. So, GJ, well, ladies, how are y'all doing today? I feel amazing. I'm incredibly excited. Like I said, my first time being on the podcast. So, I'm ready just to get into it. Yes. <laughs> you love it. I'm just thankful. I mean, to be a guest of a guest. So, yeah. I hope I do make it worth you all extending invitations in the future. Look. But- yeah, definitely. <laughs> I think we've only had like one be back before. Uh, Have we oh. had anybody else come back? We're about to. This is season two for us, so this is our yeah. second year doing oh. it. So yeah, this we're gonna have a lot of people come back on the show. So that's special. Oh yeah, um, yeah. I think yeah, we, but we love people coming back for the conversations, and you know, we usually we're trying to you know for time purposes, you know, we try to keep the episodes between forty five minutes to an hour. But it's times when we get to chopping it up and. Okay. We go with the flow. It feels good. We we follow the vibe more than anything else. So yeah, I think we've gone up to like two hours before. Oh, no, we've been up to three. Two, two and a half no, hours. three, yeah. three. We went up to three. Before. This <laughs> I, I think after after the edits, it goes down to because it went to a point we had to split an episode in half. It was like long enough to for two episodes. Do you, remember, follow- uh, do you remember what the topic was? I'm curious. So ooh, so we had the one with. 
if you're not black, if you don't vote Democrat, that's one that was with the truck cast. Oh, wow. So yeah. that was a very deep one, but it was fun. <laughs> yeah. and somehow it transitioned into R. Kelly. We talked about R. Kelly for at least 45 minutes. We talked about um, <laughs> versus if R. Kelly that's what was not was in jail. If R. Kelly was not in jail and R. Kelly wasn't a pedophile, who could go against him in versus? And so we got into that whole thing. Oh, and we, we talked about um, Sir. You know who the artist Sir is? See, everybody, I found out about Sir a few months ago, and I like this nigga is the shit. <laughs> okay, yeah. so I'm gonna I'm try to keep the segue quick because I know y'all have to do all the editing, but I'm and I'll get into it on the friendship oh, part okay. anyway. But we like our concert junkies, so all the underground, new mm. up and coming, we be at concerts all. The used to be. Well, pre COVID, pre COVID. So. That's the thing with me and Mr. D713. Like, I've known him since pre K. We we grew up together, like in the same neighborhood, like maybe a quarter of a mile apart from each other. And oh. so, yeah. But one, yeah, probably not even that. <laughs> but one one difference between us, like, I love going to concerts and stuff like that. But he hates concerts. Really? Yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> I I just don't like on that. I don't like being like. I think. COVID right now is really fits my personality. That's the craziest thing about it. My yeah. wife and I, she considered me an extrovert and I consider myself an extrovert to an extent as well. But mm-hmm. just being around a lot of strangers, I just like, don't like and yelling and screaming. I'm like, shut the fuck up and all this type of thing. But it, oh, and, and, like, cause no, no, and I'm fine. I want people to have fun. I, I mean, I want people to have fun. I want people to have fun. Yeah. Don't let my feelings impose your good time. Okay. That's I'm ready to line up concerts. Right. I'm ready. Like, I think we missed four or five concerts. Right. COVID, so you ain't gonna change yeah. your mind. Yeah. <laughs> it's a vibe though. Like we went to the, uh, the internet concert and literally it was a whole vibe. Like the whole section had the same vibe. You know that's, what I'm saying? That's mean? a feeling. What? Like, so, I said that's a good feeling. Yes. So what's the best concert y'all been to together? Well, you know what? Let's pull it back. So we're talking so we pull it back. So we're talking about right now we're getting into friendships. Uh, And we go and we go transition to the concerts because y'all doing things together. That's showing the bond you all have. So once again, G Jack already said him and I have been friends since head start, going back, Tyler, Texas, right off Luther Street. Um, attending Alice in Wonderland, shout out, um, back to eight, 1989, probably, but now nah, probably 1990. Well, I think I skipped over this part too. I've known Trishayla for a long time also. Like, I think since like elementary school, what? back in Congress days. Okay, <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> I'm the church every day, and yeah, like, surprise, surprise. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I've known forever. Okay, okay. Yeah, we didn't, I mean, of course, we didn't go to school together. So, I mean, we could, we didn't really communicate like that, but I knew it from, you know, just in to, being in Tyler. Mm-hmm. So, okay, okay. Shut me up. <laughs> I got other friends, Mr. D713. <laughs> hey, I'm not nagging it, baby. But you know, none of this was mentioned to me. Okay. <laughs> okay. Now. okay exactly. Okay. Cheers. No. Uh, <laughs> hold on, hold on. Eye contact. I'm drinking water though, so it's okay. That's we okay. talk about it. We talk about it quite a bit. Do you know why you have to cheers and make eye contact? Well, I don't know that. Why do you have to make eye contact? I'm gonna give out a prize if somebody can guess that correctly, and um, I'm gonna put that in our little group. Can I Google it? No. I don't know. No, see this. We learned this on our previous episode through our guests. It's a culture thing that if you toast and you don't make eye contact, 
that means you're gonna have bad sex for the next seven years. And none oh, of us want that. Oh, let's, that. let's redo the toast. <laughs> <laughs> Look right at the camera. <laughs> okay. No, but um, where are we going before that? So, how do y'all know each other? How long y'all been friends? Oh, that's fine. Who's going? Who's going? I'll get into it. So, um, basically, strangely enough, I lived in this same actual apartment unit. Wanted to switch jobs because I was in 911. I wanted to basically um, have regular hours and not be on shift work. So, I took a job at this company that basically tricked me. It's a coming, but I met two amazing friends there, and Anisia is one of them. So, literally, like my cubicle was here, and Anisia was right behind me. And I had never met anybody from Chicago, but all of a sudden, I got this talkative, loud chick who used large words. Like, I think one day we were talking, this fool said idiosyncrasies. I was like, what? Like, who Tennis or whatever. And so um, we basically connected from there. Our mu- And so um, we stayed connected when I left because our music taste is very similar. Like we listen to the Sirs and LA and internet, like all the oh, underground yeah. soulful artists. And so she hit me up one day like, hey, come check out an Emily King concert oh, with yeah. me. And I was like, Emily King, like who's Emily King? You know, so dude, I go to this concert with her and we literally in there and it was just a whole vibe. And ever since i mean we've done concerts we went to um a, like what was it feed the Ch- feed my oh, yeah, children. We, volunteered we do all there. different we type of girl stuff big. and just kick it she's yeah. very full of um she like gives back and things so we connect over just amazing things look he like don't oh. think you sound that amazing we got the, the bougie turn up in the ratchet turn up because we'll hit uh, we went to with Trap Karaoke. Oh, yeah. <laughs> did y'all get on stage? No, no we nobody didn't get on. did. Ah. That was the whole thing. It sucked. Dude, wow. honestly, I Everybody like, was scared? No. It was a trick of how they set the event up. I was satisfied. To me. She was not, she, she was not satisfied with Trap Karaoke because she thought people were going to actually get on the stage and sing karaoke songs. And why would you yeah. not? Yeah, no, that's, that's what I would think. Okay. Well, it, okay. Everybody sings together. It's cool, man. Oh, uh, nah, I can see that. Nah, it's different. Nah, I can see that. Nah, I'm not with that. Brandy, <laughs> you may not like it, but Gary, I promise you, it's lit. They was playing all the old school, like Candy Rain. I mean, you get into uh, the vibe because it becomes like a family reunion event. Yeah. yeah. But I actually thought that they were going to let people get up there and like do them with their favorite <laughs> trap song. And I was like... I, I think I like it either way, though, because I can get up yeah. there and do a karaoke, you know, with, with my favorite trap song or, you know, sing along. It don't matter to me. Dude, that was for you then. Well, you wouldn't care as much. But, but just I imagine, was, be, imagine being in line, getting a drink, and literally everybody in line singing the same song. Yeah, like, yeah. You like going to the club anyway. Yeah. But it just that I was expecting something else. I'm with you, Nisi. I'm okay. I, if, I, if I hear trap karaoke, I expect it's gonna be okay. a, a two people, one to two people, maybe. Oh. On stage at the same time now, while hey, people we, cheering them on. Hey, Corinna and Tyler, we used to do New Edition every Thursday, and you needed at least four people for New Edition. Yes, that is. <laughs> did, y'all hit the, did y'all hit the steps though? Heck yeah. Especially, hey, when the movie came out, well, I couldn't wait to hit karaoke, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I had nowhere to go. 
they uh they had somebody catch the wrong the daycare and they shut it down for a week, sanitize it, everybody's back to work. Like nothing happened. Wow. <laughs> but luckily we ain't had no issues. But the um the five-year-old and the 12-year-old, they getting ready to go back to school. And I don't know. I don't know what to do. The, the struggle is I don't have nobody to watch them at home. Like my wife works from home, but she can't really watch them like that and help them out. And that's the issue my 12-year-old had. Like I had to come home my lunch break and answer all the questions he had and then go back to work. And that just, it ain't going to work for a whole school year, you know? Ooh, it's nuts. I mean, even like trying to keep my 12-year-old on a schedule, because everybody's schedules, schedule was off, you know, when yeah. you first started. It's like you sleeping through the day and you up at nighttime. Yeah. And, and the other part I am concerned about is the fact that he's 12. So like social, social growth is crazy important for him right mm-hmm. now. But it's like, Okay, how long? How much can I stun his social development and growth? And you know, kicking it with it, he he just figuring out what a crush is and things like that. Oh, so, shit. <laughs> I mean, seriously though, these are like quite well, changes. And like, that, and it goes into the whole friendship thing once again. Because how do we handle friendships, long term friendships? Because you know, y'all been friends for seven years. We've been friends for. 26 oh, wow. no 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 we've been friends shit damn it 30 years okay <laughs> so um but 29 let's say 29 and when if we can go back in time when we were 12 years old and if we couldn't go to school how would that affect us right now like you say you know you can't see your friends you can see your buddies um i could say now we have zoom and other the internet and we have playstations you can play online with your friends and things but that as actual social contact and experience these kids are missing out of so how would 2020 affect the future for kids i'll answer first um i think that that it's kind of messed up for them because they do they used to like talking people online and through video games and stuff like that but we were used to going outside like, I remember when I was 12, we was outside making up something. Like, if we wasn't riding bikes yeah. or, you know, playing baseball, basketball, making up a game, wrestling, something, you know. <laughs> uh, you know, we were doing something. So, I don't think – I think I would have loved to be out of school, you know, not not have to go to school and just chill, ride bikes, and eventually, <laughs> occasionally play video games. Here's the thing, too, though. Like, some – because I live in this complex, and a lot of my son's friends are, you know, they're in the complex – but their parents don't want them outside because they don't want them having contact with other kids. <clears throat> and they shouldn't. It wasn't. I don't have any kids, so it's hard for me to say. Yes, it is when you in the house with uh kids yeah. for so many. <laughs> and, and I and I trust me, I understand. I, I I empathize with y'all, okay. But okay. I, I I'm also I'm in a I'm in HR, so I feel like I'm over many of the many other adults, okay. And mm-hmm. we just found out at my job that three, now four people tested positive, okay? We don't have that many people in my job. Four people, that's almost four, um, 4% of the organization. And it's to that point, like, I'm thinking of, because now I have to go around telling adults, hey, put your mask on. Right. Hey, wash your hands before you grab the foot. Hey, do this, you know? And I don't mean, like, I'm like, hey, man, the mask is you to protect everybody else. It's not only for yourself, it's for everybody else. Do you right. think kids doing that? G Jack and I, if we were out there in them streets, man, we'll nah. It's just like wearing your hat. Wear your damn hat. 
handle times your kids lose your jacket before you leave. Oh, Especially okay. with, and if you have boys, boys don't give a damn. They lose their shoes and all that shit before man, they come home. Damn the mask. Most kids don't even wash their hands, man. Oh, <laughs> no. and, they're and they're not they're not gonna do it. They'll they'll hear the rules, but it's no way for seventh graders, which is the grade my son's going to, they're not going to do it. So that's why I talk. Consistently anyway. No. And that's why I said, if I send them to school, it's literally like I may as well tell my job, okay, well, more than likely I'm going to be out. Yeah. Which makes no sense. So... It's it's tough. It's a difficult decision to make because, I mean, it's either you, you bring home the bread for the family or you sit at home so they can go to school, but shit, you can't make really make no money sitting at the house. Yep, dude. Thankfully, man, at my job, they're very understanding and flexible within the department that I'm in. So day where I'm like, hey, my kid acting up, I need to help him with homework or whatever. And my director's like, okay, we'll work from home. But yeah. you know, I know everybody, they don't have that privilege, you know. Yeah. So And I'm 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 pretty much the same way. My job is like freelancing. Like it's just as long as you get the job done and meet your deadlines, they don't care when you come to work, what time you come, how many days a week you come, just as long as you're doing your job, but it's hard to do my job and not be there every day. Right, it makes sense, yeah. So, can you go any hours? Like, could you go in the office overnight if you wanted to, or? No, anybody gonna be there because I work in construction. I'm a construction manager, so I have to make sure people are showing up to work. And I mentioned other adults telling them to put on mask all day. <laughs> but on your hard hat, did you bring your tools? Did you bring this? You know? Yeah. Where your mask at, player? My mask. I keep my mask around my neck at work. I mean, talking about now, you had a right now. I don't. I'm by myself. I don't need a mask oh, okay. in the room by myself. That, just check. Just check. You can't catch COVID that way. Mm, <laughs> perhaps we don't know nothing. Oh, okay. Really? oh okay. <laughs> no, but uh, yeah. What's he got that cup, right? What you got that cup? You know, you know, I always do it with the fruit. I keep with the cherries. You know, that will give you the little hint, little OJ. Uh-huh. Um, brandy, Ooh, um, okay. you know, some coconut liqueur. Cheers are disgusting, man. You a lie. You a whole lie. That's one, I, I chopped up some you. oranges in a certain way. I made some orange squares. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. <laughs> Y'all eat cherries? Is this a trick question? Nah, uh-uh. It, it sounds like some filthy shit going on I right know, here, man. Like... Nah, not that. Ch- I mean, just, nah, I ain't speaking like that. I like, like bingham cherries and marciano cherries. I like marciano. These are marciano cherries. Mm-hmm. I also got rainier cherries downstairs. I love cherries. What do you got against cherries? I just don't taste good. What the fuck? Like, I don't know. I just I don't like cherries. <laughs> yeah, you cherry holly. That's what I say. You throw a few in that. A few, nah, uh, not uh, we'll be at concerts or out at a bar or something she won't together. I'm liquor. Like, she wants cherries with a side of liquor. That's what <laughs> yeah. so it's a treat. I like soaking hey. my alcohol and my fruit and alcohol before. So afterwards, you name y'all come to the Sunday chats. You'll see what we're talking about on there. Oh, I'm I like usually to do that. I soak it by itself. I have a mason jar, and I love to do watermelon and okay, and some uh, oranges. I'll do strawberries and some uh, some berries too. And uh, you're and a true drinker. Pan. You put that pinky you, up. Uh, soak them in alcohol. The berries do so. That's when you can tell it's it's, it's a different. How do you? But you soak now. If you soak in watermelon in liquor, in alcohol, in spirits. You're really trying to get fucked up because it's watermelon. The that majority was, of watermelon is water, okay? <laughs> exactly why it's amazing. Mm. 
Out of line, out of line. Was, so, we, talked, we talked about friendships, and y'all met at work. Right? Yeah. Do y'all still work together? No. Oh, okay, okay. How long you know, did I work together? Some of the best friendships I made at work. And that's what I was going to say. How long did y'all work together? Oh, what? Dude, I think I was there probably like nine months. Oh. You, you, I think you were Don't the class right before me. Yes, I was. And then after us, because I wasn't there a year, so it was a real trash old place. They, this this, this job. Um, tell us, tell us about the job. That's I want to know about that. Go ahead. Shout out, out paychecks.inc. <laughs> okay, basically, <laughs> this job tricked us. It's like it painted the perfect picture to draw you in. Like is it all jobs? Well, let me tell you the particulars of this is that I feel like, and I'm just going to speak candidly, I feel like they were trying to ascertain a tax credit for mm -hmm. diversion and inclusion mm -hmm. because the e next three classes of people were all melanated. Mm -hmm. There was no other black people in our age group that was there besides us. So true. the class before her, like years, it was us and then somebody after us, but there was nobody over 40 at that time that they were bringing in a black people because they must have been pending a lawsuit or something. But it was very <laughs> coincidental that all the new people except for one person was black. Okay, All right. of us was black. I don't know. It was it And was all of us left. All the black people left. Mm. Okay. Tell you something. Was, was black people in leadership positions there? No. And that's why black people they, You know what? Yeah, I noticed. I got a theory on that. Y'all ever notice they always put us in positions? I'm sorry, go like, ahead. Y'all ever notice they put us in positions of uh, customer service all the time? Like, that's the max that they'll give us, like, manager of customer service? Yes. It's so like you, everywhere. Like, the positions that nobody wants to deal with, like, attitudes and shit, they put a black person there every time. Because yes. they think we're yeah. tough. Like, we yeah. have this resilience that we can withstand abuse, right? So yeah. why not use us how they've been using us? Yeah. Know, you know. See now, y'all, y'all about to make my put my uh, hotel hat on. Oh, I gotta get. Oh, uh -uh. I need to get a Kente hat. I'll say I'm gonna do it, but because okay. it, it, it goes to that point, like, well, we keep deflecting and acting like we are. I, I, I say time and time again that, especially, and I was just telling my wife earlier, black women are still sensitive. That yeah. whole notion of I'm strong, we got to do this, we have to do that. Yeah. You still a sensitive creature at the end of this day. I know, unfortunately, because yeah. we the 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 type of client, well, the the history we have, the behavior, or um, the physical restraint that our women like it, it's it's in our blood to an extent, but still, it's trauma. That's what it is. Truly, yeah, is absolutely. and trauma. Uh, more and more, I study trauma is hereditary. You know, you may not. It, you may not been there. We may not been during slavery, but we're still affecting the trauma from our forefathers and ancestors of slavery. And what you say? I said hundred percent. Like yeah, without a doubt. Um, I, and it is it's especially difficult. Like for instance, in the workplace, I feel like we're off topic here, but just no, to we're right. We're right on topic. Right. I was about to transition into something with that. So we're right on topic. I know where he going. Look, I um I had a supervisor. I won't even say what job I was at, but I did have a supervisor who basically it was this white lady on the floor who always was staring up drama, always causing issues. And I said something to her one day. He said something to me, and I, I'm like, okay, 
well, the, this issue here is you didn't address her is because she's white and I'm black. And he's mm-hmm. like, well, no, I'm not a racist. They don't have anything to do with it. I said, okay, listen, I'm not saying that you're a racist, but you perceive the way I conversate with you to be a problem. She's doing, uh, creating all these problems because the way she talks is not quote unquote aggressive. You're, she's literally getting away with all these things, you know? So yeah. yeah, I mean, in the workplace, even with having to be strong, it's like we're automatically deemed as the angry black woman and then you find yourself having to manage your blackness at work because you have to make sure that when you are with your people you have some kind of camaraderie with those who are like-minded but then Mm -hmm. you don't want to be that level of black that white people expect you to be. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. everything you do has to be so pristine, so mm-hmm. conscious, so well thought out because you can't be caught slipping because yeah. it would be buff right there waiting for you to be that black person he knew you really was. Token. Mm-hmm. It's like you have to walk on eggshells. And that is Yeah, you got to code switch all day. True. All damn day. Code switching. You know, is and it's like... That's stressing in and of itself, then whatever job you have, then to come home and finally try to take that shit off. You know what I mean? Like No, no, we I absolutely agree with you. So it is I do y'all still code switch? You know what? At my job, I'm not lying, y'all. I'm so blessed at my job. My director, she is a black lady. She's hella pro-black. She's from Tampa and she like for the cause, you know? So yeah. I literally can go to work and really be in my skin, but I know that's not the norm and it's definitely not the norm in my field. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, and it's crazy because working under her for so many years, y'all, I don't think I could go back to like, mm. you know, having to, having yeah, to walk that line. Like, I don't yes. think I could. It would be me having to have my own. That's how I feel. So, I, me coming to Washington, it's like, I, one, one, it's kind of it goes back to what we were discussing a moment ago. They're looking for us, okay, mm-hmm. and especially being professional, having the background that I have and um, the personal personality that I have as well. Like I'm still professional, but to that point of faking it, I stopped doing that. Like my last two, three years in Houston, when I got, you know how you're younger and you start being around your parents, you start feeling yourself. And they say you're smelling yourself. When mm-hmm. I started seeing like. I'm not embarrassing the organization. Then organization embarrass me. You know, I'm like, I am a great representative of what I'm doing here. Like, I got other people offering me jobs left and right when I'm out representing y'all. So when I had that confidence on what I'm doing and who I am, I'm like, why am I sugarcoating how I feel and what I say in my point of view and and truly who I am? I'm not being unprofessional because I've seen other people being unprofessional. But usually we have that stigma that we have to, once again, walk on eggshells mm-hmm. it used to be people like my buddies you know once again my friends just like i'm still friends with these people have been friends with them at work met them seven eight years ago and they're like oh you know brandon angry black guy and i'm like you motherfucking mm-hmm. right like, <laughs> like and what, what yeah. you gonna do and now I've, I've been gone from the organization coming up to a year they miss me they're like we need you i'm telling i get text messages like nobody speaks up for shit anymore oh, you know? yeah. And they oh, still don't have a black guy there. And all the employees, there's no black male there, males there. And um, the black, and it's majority black women, <laughs> like percentage or, wise. Yes, um, it's like that. And everybody, and like, once again, here in Seattle, we have BIPOC meetings, black, indigenous, people of color meetings. Mm-hmm. We have white accountability meetings. 
we talk about racism. We hold we hold people accountable for what they do in their actions. Mm-hmm. And like Trish, um, Trishella was saying, it's like it's hard to go back to what you used to. And I'll be telling people. Freedom, that's right. and, and, here, and here's the here's the craziest <laughs> part. Look, okay. It's delicious. It's delicious. Freedom. Okay. Dude, I didn't real I don't even think I realized the anxiety I had until I was out of it. Because once I got out of it, then I found myself like walking on eggshells when I didn't need to. I would think mm-hmm. my director gonna trip about some stuff and she's like, You good? I'm like, mm-hmm. man, and like relax. This, right. This feels good. I was carrying tension in my butt and yeah. my back, like, look, I don't man. It was time I could move my neck sometime at work. I was so stressed okay. out. I was like, what you stressed out of for? Let God, let God fight your battles. That's why I had a, a lot of prayer had to push me through some things. Seriously. Yeah. Okay. But I'm, I'm going to share one today. My um my director was like, hey, I'm going to call you in a minute. I'm like, oh, shit, it's Friday. I didn't even think about getting fired. I'm like, please don't tell me I have COVID. Please don't tell me I can be a possible candidate. Please don't say I've been touching nobody with this shit. But there's a whole different experience. But how we talk about how we walk on eggshells so much, and this is going to mix things up. Now, G Jack is a big Redskins fan. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, former Washington Redskins fan. say that team. That team out of Washington D.C. Let's say that, I'm a that Washington NFL fan. NFL team out of Washington, Washington D.C. Okay. Um, and they've been hit with a hammer on quite a few things. Okay. And my man is in his feelings about some things because. Whoa, 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 wait, wait. You ain't finna start this segment off. <laughs> <laughs> he said, I'm in my feelings about some things. Okay. I just wanted to. I just wanted Why to do have men have a problem? We, we can talk about that. Why do men have a problem being in their feelings? Mm. I, don't, I don't mind being in my feelings, but I'm just saying, like, you ain't finna paint this picture before we start talking about this that, okay. is, that I have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. So, okay. Now, but, I'm, I'm gonna let you paint the picture. You do you, Picasso. You do you, baby. <laughs> now, but where I was going though earlier, y'all said y'all made it work or whatever. And um, it sound like was it like a call center type deal or was it just like was it a lot of people? Like was there other males there? Was it male and female? Okay, it was so it was multiple sides. The size mm-hmm. we worked on was basically payroll processing. So I had okay. a, like say. They told us when we were hired that we would have, I want to say they said 50 clients. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would be responsible for the monthly, bi- or, you know, bi-weekly, whatever processing, payroll mm-hmm. processing for 50 companies. So it wasn't a call center because I had my clients. Like these mm-hmm. are these are my 50 clients that I handle. Well, the thing is, we end up having like 180 clients. Mm-hmm. So it was like, y'all because hired people us. people kept quitting. Yes. Oh. So you took on other people's caseloads yes. or loads. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. it was it was very ridiculous. It was very ridiculous. And um it was very political too, I feel. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. but yeah, but anyway, that's how we met and we when I left, I left to <laughs> I left to uh go back to my old job because I had to get out of there. And yeah. um we Smart. reconnected by going to what I flew out of there. Yeah. Matter of fact, I think I left at lunch. I, oh, I did a permanent lunch too. <laughs> I put my password on ABC one two three. I sent two delayed emails, oh one my to my cool boss, and told him sorry, not sorry, yeah. but sorry. <laughs> and then I told the other everybody else, uh, ABC one two three, you not finna see me, <laughs> and that was it. 
the deuce to your tuck. And I had no remorse because I almost wanted to catch a case in there with my last supervisor. Shit, so. like that? And, yeah. And, and I never had that type of animosity against anybody, but he was a uh, Achilles he heel. Was, he was an asshole. Mm. Yeah. So, what percentage men and women did you okay how many people are actually there for the physical staff oh <gasps> yeah i think i sent it oh ahead. and then we had two for no 100 something we had two fours remember the hr was downstairs well well okay in our department say just mm -hmm. the payroll oh, just process us? oh yeah well because here's the thing there were there was automatic payroll processing which was our sector yeah. and then it was uh -huh. another section that was like manual something for else. more smaller yeah. businesses Mm, I think okay. we had three or four teams, and it was like yeah, eight people eight on the people team. team. She yeah. was on the team behind me, and I was on the team here. Mm -hmm. So that, mm. that's basically what the setup. So, so y'all had time, like, to I mean, in between helping clients and stuff, y'all could talk to each other. Like, I'm sure there was males working there also, right? Oh yeah, mm -hmm. they had to. They yeah. met each other. Well, that's true. Okay, yeah. so everybody was, knows. He was cool with man. He did. He didn't fell off the map. We don't know what happened yeah. to him, but. Uh, they was cool before. I think uh, we was yeah. cool, right? You came in with them, right? I did. Okay. Greg came in with me, yeah. So, yeah, so, there were guys there. <laughs> I, no, but the point I'm going to, though, everybody in their adult life, when you have a professional job and work with other people, they have a thing what's called like a work girlfriend or boyfriend. You know, it's not really your girlfriend, you know, but it's just somebody you're cool with that may be a girl or whatever, and they can see you like, you know, they work girlfriend or boyfriend. Talking about work wife, work husband. Right. No, yeah. I never heard girl work, my boyfriend. Yeah, work oh, wife, work, work husband. Yeah. But fun, yeah. hey, oh, work, funny work story bags. though. Yeah. Not really a funny work story. Bags. True story. I met my wife at work, so I guess I did have a work girlfriend. Ooh. <laughs> ooh, 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 you you ooh. transitioned ooh. to the real thing. Ooh. 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 And, and we're going to come back to that. We're going to take a quick commercial break. We're going to come Today's hydration is sponsored by 1186 Water. This is a real artesian water straight from the aquifer in Alabama, uh, new to the Houston area, uh, and is an ultra-premium artesian water. Feel free to follow us at Facebook and Instagram at 1186Water, and that's 11, E-L-E-V-E-N, 86Water. And as also, you can uh, visit our website at www.1186water.com. Welcome back to Everything Culture. It's your host, Mr. D73 with G-Jack, as well as Nisi and Shayla. We're about to get into working workforce harassment, especially sexual harassment. Drama. <laughs> oh, let me ask y'all this, right? There's a big thing going on right now with, with my favorite team, the Washington Redskins. First, they make us change the name, right? Now I'm starting to sound like uh, a Republican. But <laughs> first, they make us change the name. And then now uh, 25 women have come out and said they're being sexually harassed. They were being sexually, uh, a lot of sexual misconduct going on in the workplace for the Redskins. Like right now is the time to come out with that, right? Right. So here's my thing. Like, I do have empathy for those women, right? But do you think now is the time for that? Or like, is this like clout chasing? Or or what is it? Like, how do y'all feel about that? Do you think like women really, some women really take it too far? Because I've been in a position where a lot of women, they start to flirting and stuff at work. But then, you know, you may say something back, but you may say something on a bad day. And then they're like, hey, 
that's sexual harassment. I don't like that shit, you know? I don't know. I have personally, that had happened to me personally, but I've seen it happen to other people. Mm-hmm. I'm like, but y'all flirt every day. So <laughs> how do y'all feel about that? Like in the workplace, like what are the limits? Like, is it harassment if you both are doing it to each other? If you both like saying like um, sexual stuff to each other, you know, on a daily basis, or is it only harassment when somebody complains about it? Sexual in the window. In the window. Double in the I personally think it's harassment when I'm like, it's clear that I don't want you to do it. And you continue to make these, you know, unwanted, whether it's comments or whatever have you. These unwanted advancements. Right, yeah. Now, if we're going back and forth, if we're going back and forth with each other, I mean, I feel like we know if it's mutual. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like if I'm flirting with a dude and he's flirting back with me, you know if you know if it's flirting, or even if it's okay. I would say at least for me, because if I don't want somebody doing something, I'ma tell them. Yeah. Right. But then yeah. that starts to get into like how much do you let it go before you have to establish a boundary when mm-hmm. it will do nothing but escalate to one person either feels it becomes inappropriate or somebody wants to take it to a place that maybe that other person wasn't ready for and then they're trying to draw back but you guys have already went too far so how do you know when it crosses over from consensual to harassment Mm -hmm. if you've both been into having an entanglement verbally exactly (laughs) i like the way you put that's what i was trying to say but you said a lot more elegantly all right we heard about nisi we heard nisi got that word play she even threw in the word a couple weeks ago entanglement that was just last week that 2020 is doing that to people man that was just last week when they see the thing about it this episode will come out for the next two weeks Mm -hmm. so like Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but like, what what are the rules? Or what do you, I, like, well, coming I'm from an HR um, specialist, yeah. individuals, myself, don't do it. <laughs> That's the thing about it. Keep at it, all, you know, right? it, it, just keep it out the workplace. You know, it's been statements that don't eat what you sh- uh, shit what you eat and all that good stuff. But G Jack, as of yourself, that you before we took our break, you mentioned that you you met your wife at work, okay, and. <laughs> Some of the things you know, would you like to share which things you used to say, the advancements that you've made? I mean, nah, I just shot my shot. That's all it was. How did you shoot your shot, brother? How did you shoot your shot, brother? How did you shoot your shot? Well, it starts out, you know, replay the way every relationship. Hey, you want to go to lunch? You go to lunch, that's when you set you, you, uh, you put the seed in, you plant the seed at that point. Then you start talking. Because when you outside of the work, man, I'm giving up too much game. All right. <laughs> All right. Hey, hey, hey. It's, it's meant to be told. So, you know, I'm being told, told, baby. Free, free game. To, to <laughs> Just the highlight. Just the highlight. You feel me. You feel so me. You, you plant the seed with some smile like that. I, but I remember, like you said, I'm, it has to you have to feel like that they're reciprocating the same love. Like if they just like, man, hell no, I get your ugly ass in my face. Then you know, hey, leave her alone. You probably go catch a case. Yeah, but the thing about it, you made a statement that I was like, yeah. If I was, if I was, if I was working at, in the position I'm in, I'm like, yeah, bro, you gotta get, you gotta go. 
<laughs> like, you got to go. I understand that was your shot, you shooting your shot. You don't remember what you said, huh? What statement? Um, I just said it? No, no. When you Either this came from you or it came from her, but both of y'all agreed on it. But, um, you know what? I don't think it's time to bring that up. So, <laughs> okay. anyway, I thought so. We just talking about the highlights, so. bro. God damn. You just, you, have, you just said you was the person. <laughs> Either way, whatever you're talking about, it never happened. <laughs> you're right. You're right. No. And that's just that on that. Okay? I don't know. <laughs> oh, shit, are we recording now? I feel like I'm getting snitched on right now. Damn. Get off your... I'm, I'm just like, we we supposed to be Two peas and a biscuit and some cigarettes. <laughs> with <laughs> We can't speak our minds. Nah. We can't speak our minds. But hey, I respect it. You know, if but, this but, is hey, confidential but, nah, information. But whatever it was, though, I did say I was comfortable enough to say it. Like, I knew that right. she would be okay with it. So right. I wouldn't just say it out of the blue. Like, damn, we got a fat ass. Nah, I ain't, I ain't do it. You know right. what I'm saying? <laughs> My thing is, once again, it's really hard to say. Like, the situation men get upset about, they get mixed signals, okay? Oh, That's women give too. mixed signals and shit. Either way, you wouldn't get mixed signals if you don't fucking do it. Now, but you, but that's you're a human, though, man. I mean, you like you born to be sexually attracted to the opposite sex or same sex, whatever your preference. But you born to be attracted to something. You know what I'm saying? So it's if being professional. Well, but then, but Brandon, but then too, here's the other part. You spend a good amount of time at work. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like you spend a bulk amount of time at work. Then, if you're a person that you're not going out partying and things of that nature, you get horny. Like, you but and you know these people. No, you in the same vicinity with the same female every day. You probably gonna see them, see how they move, see how they interact. Mm-hmm. You gonna become interested, and you spend the bulk of your day there. Long hours. So is yeah. I'm not saying uh, you gonna get horny, but I'm saying you gonna get attracted. You know yeah. what I mean? Especially if it's something you like about them. You know what I'm saying? Like like oh, I like them same things. Like you know, they they if they have the characteristics of somebody that that you like, then yeah, I think it's okay for you to shoot your shot. I don't see anything wrong with that if they work with you. But that's the thing too. Some people can some some people can and I, I've experienced this. I feel like some men they know if the other person is attracted to you or even giving you the vibes. But there are some men who think they're getting it and they're not, and it's mm-hmm. not the woman either. Like some yeah. men just don't understand. It's not. It's not. It's not always the woman. I'll say it like that. It's not always the woman giving mixed <laughs> signals. Sometimes men are just freaking like clueless. Cause I've had to. Today's hydration is sponsored by 1186 Water. This is a real artesian water, straight from the aquifer in Alabama, uh, new to the Houston area, uh, and is an ultra premium artesian water. Feel free to follow us at Facebook and Instagram at 1186water, and that's 11, E-L-E-V-E-N, 86water. And there's also, you can uh, visit our website at www.1186water.com. Women, like guys thinking women giving out mixed signals yeah. shit. And trust me, I, I, I experienced that in high school, okay? I went in middle school shit. Mm-hmm. Well, I can say in both, because it's fucked up for a guy because, man, especially these days, when I was, we didn't have all the cell phones and social media and stuff, you know, as we were coming up, you know, shout out to the 2004, but um, 
<clears throat> if you get shot down, you just go get shot down, you know. In a letter, and she just go check no. It's not. It barely even let her. She just go shoot you down. Whatever. Cool. 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 She may tell her homegirls or her circle of friends. Oh, he tried to holler at me too. Shut the fuck up. But no, um, some but, some you know, of them are trying to make an example out of you know. They be like, oh hell nah, nigga, get your ugly ass out of my face. They happen to me, but yeah, I don't don't that ain't happen to me either. <laughs> Sorry for all the gentlemen out there that's happened to. But it happens. Like, okay. Damn. He's like, chill, you myself. know, but at the same time, I know how dudes can be persistent because I know a lot of dudes that's been persistent and they get the goal at the end of, end of the day as well. They get that pot. But it, it's when it's at work, I'm like, hell no. Nah. I'm down trying to bring that shit at work. Right. Like, you know, and like, I, I understand your logic, especially being single, okay? I absolutely understand your logic. And the work, and we're talking about with men, especially being in a position of power usually is the house being you see how men take advantage of that power and it's a struggle for women as well like i'm not saying the ones that's trying to get ahead and trying to use devious ways of flirting and things of that nature i'm talking the ones that's trying to just do their job and be professional and they're harassed in that way by men that are trying to be touchy grabby you know yeah. quick crow quid quo pro and you got to do this to get a little bit away now that's a serious problem and that's all like if you take any type of um sexual harassment classes that's first thing fucking first okay yeah yeah but and if i can throw in my two cents um me i've worked in social work for quite a few years and mainly me being a black male and not that many men work in my realm okay Mm -hmm. and me being like a i would say not a unicorn but very rare Mm -hmm. like i've had my how do i pronounce how do i say this quite a few women that shown interest in me okay Mm -hmm. and i'm cool i got a girl they're like that oh then i'm married you know things of that nature but women it's all i'll say it's all about power at the end of the day that's what i've learned Whoever's in that seat of power will abuse their fucking power, men or women. Or okay, women. because and it's like and I I don't know how other guys that I work in the field because a lot of guys still have that mindset. Oh, you get easy pussy. I don't want all that. I'm good. I'm straight. And yeah. turn. I'm telling you, just like turning men down, they get crazy and shit and get dangerous. Yeah. You turn a woman down, man, you act like you spitting their damn face or some shit, yeah. okay? okay? You tell a woman I'm good. What, I'm like, boomerang? Nigga, you gay. You, <laughs> new, you gay, or you must never had this pussy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. good. You know, I, I appreciate the offer, you know? <laughs> Thanks, but, and, and I'm talking about in the workplace specifically. Like, but... <sighs> So have, trying, you, have you ever you have you ever been in any position in work where you were interested in somebody who worked with you or vice versa that you entertained? You never. No. Wow. I'm trying to think, and if I was any in high school, um, drink uh, that I work with. Yeah. No. Now, I knew some that we're I'm cool with them. They may express they like me. It's some that, you know, once again, been married for a long time. But um, but the thing about it, it's like, nah, you know, like okay, they're a pretty girl, they cool people, you know, we we befriend each other, but nothing nothing taken more than that, you know. 
But and, and once again, do it's, it's like one of the things I know if I was single, could it be something else? Absolutely. You know, I think I'm mature enough, and we're all mature enough to say that. But it's one of the things that you, you got to have your boundaries at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. You know, but it does, and I understand like it's that whole Bill Clinton situation. You know, you you go try to fuck with what's close to you. That's what Shashela is really getting at, as well as Nisa. I think both of y'all are saying it. You've been around people all this time, you know, you you get what's convenient to well, the extent. Okay, wait, let me let me clarify then, right? Go ahead and clarify. Okay, let me do that, touche. Cause that's actually not what I was saying. Now, from my experience, it's not that when you're around someone every day that it's like, you know, it's convenient. What it really is is when you're around somebody every day, especially you're at work and initially in the mind there is no romantic connection you're literally yourself and you get to know this person for who they are and you really end up getting to like this person that's really what it is because and and i've i've experienced this where i work with this person very close we basically would even have the same complaints about the organization that went up and down so that was a commonality then before you know it, it's like you telling me about things that you experienced at home or I'm talking to you about my dreams or goals or things I've overcome. And before you know it, there's this unintentional intimate relationship you have with somebody at work. You know what I mean? So it's not convenient, actually. I think it's more of a like we in the trenches together. We making the same money. We understand the culture, the organization and our outside shit. You know, we right here. So we trust each other. There is a bond. And the opportunity is available, both of y'all single. And, and, and then think about, imagine when you have these two people, they're sitting by each other talking, and they say with a partner, and they having problems at home. I mean, mm. but we just chilling together. I'm just saying, like, do I in any way... It ain't right. It ain't right. Where but it, does it work? No, but I definitely see how it can happen. And it ain't convenient. Okay? Just saying. What? That seem kind of convenient to me. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> it seems like you like even like because what the first thing you did was like fuck work. That's exactly what you said. <laughs> fuck work. Okay. Fuck professionalism. Okay. But you but, and, and, and you I'm not. Ju- I'm not judging. Once again, I'm not judging. But it comes to the point, like you, because would you be having these same conversations with this person if it wasn't for if y'all wasn't so close to one another? That's the opportunity. Y'all have the. But that's the point. You say opportunity, I say convenience. Well, we you're are right. nearby each other. If you hire, oh, oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. That's I what mean, I was about. To, I was trying to explain convenience right there. Go ahead. Convenience is where you don't have to go and look for it. Convenience is where they're just automatically there. That is, I'm gonna say dropped in your lap. But if you just like, it's convenient that y'all work in the same place. That's convenient. That's what whole thing with many many men i remember growing up with the whole bill clinton situation and many other men used to say and probably still to the day sleep with their secretaries and things because you know what she listened to my problems she does this she does that you know she's right the thing is no matter if it was a woman it would be the same thing it's just so conveniently that y'all are two opposite sex and y'all are there for each other y'all have you always shared the same attraction with this person or just conveniently, you have spent more time with this individual than you spend time with your spouse or someone outside of your workplace. Let me ask you a question. And it makes sense. No, you go ahead. Let me ask you a question, though. Mm-hmm. Do you also believe that God puts you in the right place at the right time? Mm. So it was it was convenience, but maybe it was um, uh, 
What's the word I'm looking for? My God, it gets me. Fake. Maybe it was fake. It was convenient. It wasn't fake, though. No, that's why I I can't argue with you about that. And I'm not going to because it could be something that would work out. You know, G-Jack, perfect example. So it worked out. Because they were both available. They weren't already married. So that was Mm -hmm. the difference because they both had opportunity equally. Right. Right. And you know what? I do understand what you mean when you say, look, (laughs) good. Like when you say convenience of we're just in the same space, that makes That's what I mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm I'm sorry if it was, and that's why sometimes we got to explain some things to each other because, you know, what's the pillars of everything culture? G Jack? I don't know. Let us know. Respect, communication, and consistency. You damn right. There you go. (laughs) So when we have those three things or any relationship, we can build anything on those, you know? So, and it is just, cause I hear about the whole, like I've had work wives and work stuff like that, you know? And I thought they were innocent. Then people, I get on Twitter, oh, they really fucking they work wives. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> like, it's like that. <laughs> Y'all really get down like that? God damn. But some like, people take it too far, though. I guess I don't see anything wrong with uh, dating someone you work with, but there is rules to it. And I mean, the rules are like, if you're married, then, you know, you probably shouldn't be actually taking it past, like, it being your play work wife or work husband, whatever, you know. Or if you're in a committed relationship, or wait, 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 wait. Let me back up on this. If you are in a committed relationship, this is kind of going to turn the, the topic a little bit. Do you mm-hmm. feel like you're single until you're married, or are you? If you're in a relationship, then you should just show the other person respect and not even entertain anything else. I think that it would depend on upfront intent. If you kind of knew where you were with somebody because you can be in a relationship with somebody, but that doesn't mean you see a future with them. So then I feel like you will be more open to kind of still kind of shop around, even though you were in that relationship, but you already knew within yourself, this person wasn't the one. So I think that avail you to more consideration for something else versus if you are committed to somebody and you know that this person is the one temptation itself is not a sin it's the actualizing of it you won't be blind because you're in a relationship but your decision to act on what you're seeing makes the difference so that's only when you're in something committed and you know you have that connection versus an opportunity that somebody just may be entertaining this person but they still Checking the options. Nisi, I like you. You know, I do. <laughs> I really do. Yeah, I like you. So you're saying you are single until you're married. You can keep your options open unless you're going to fully see, commit see to how it. See how, no, see no, how. I don't see that. I, I would say that was a hybrid. I, I didn't think that that was one and the same. What I'm saying is that if I'm in something, the layers to it make the difference. So now if I know I have no foresight with this person, but I'm not completely done with them, okay, this is the main dish, but I'm side dishing right now, right? But if I'm with the whole entree, I don't care about any sides, any desserts. I see them, I'll let the cart roll past, but I'm really not tempted to get it because I'm full, I'm satisfied here. Mm-hmm. Like, 
Those, those are the differences. I, was, I mean, why Niecy, would you Niecy. be with somebody if you don't see a future with them? Niecy, or whatever, nigga. Niecy, who's your favorite rapper? <laughs> What's my favorite rapper? That's a hard question. Like, I'm a, I'm still a Nas fan. I'm, I'm a, I'm a Kendrick Lamar fan. You <laughs> like Common? Are you from, you from Chicago? You're from Chicago. Right? You actually listen to Common? Yeah, I actually do enjoy Common. Actually, Water for Chocolate is so album. You should definitely give it to it. Common sense. Okay, the reason I asked that question because you, you, you see, I, I like it. I, I grew up on Eight Ball, MJG, oh, no. Tila, UGK. Too short, you know. Uh, Devin the dude, these been some of my, you know. I don't, I don't act like it at times, but you know, these I play. I'm very in depth in that. Mm-hmm. This motherfucker then drop all type of passive aggressive fucking game and avoided the question that G Jack asked and shit. He asked you a yes or no motherfucking question. Your <laughs> ass hit straight Trump on his ass. Like, went, like I'm gonna skate. See, I'm, I'm gonna put some butter on this shit. Like, this nigga don't even know what to fucking say. Then he reiterated himself and asked the question again. And you dropped some motion. Like, like, man, you you go you so so pimp uh dumb one showing his ass. And this motherfucker like, okay then. Okay. Well, all right. That's crazy too. I, that's crazy. That's like when you use entanglement a moment ago. That's why I like. Oh, we got we got somebody for our ass tonight. I like this shit. She ain't like. She ain't like. Yeah, she, she nigga, tried like, to answer it without losing all her hoes. That's what it man, is. Did you know? <laughs> that's the point. That's what I'm like, man. That's what that is. I see what you I wasn't just gonna put it out there like that, but no, I'm a copy. I'm like, like, one thing brought it that in. I'm insipid. Like we, we try to, we, we have good conversation. It's nothing wrong with it, baby. Do your thing. She just straight say, nigga, if you, if I'm not fool, motherfucker. Even though you may be the main entree, my cup is running over. <laughs> what, 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 did, what did Will say? Feel like I didn't have enough girth. Girl, like, <laughs> Why did, did she hit the wind? Well, well, I was kind of worried that you couldn't go deep enough, feel my passion and shit. I'm like, nigga, I'm like, did y'all hear what the fuck is just happened? No, I mean, I, I'm one of the very few men in this world that actually listen, okay? And I'm like, no, I, no, I, when I say I, as soon as he said it, I was like, alright, he's. He could he could say any other word. Any other <laughs> word. Any fucking wow. word. And she and she backdoored with some shit too. And I'm like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but hey, I ain't mad at you, Nisa. I, I ain't just mad don't at you. think answer that and you you showed it and you show like i'm telling you know like and it's cool just keep it moving like but i'm, I'm sorry i had to call you out like that and shit i, I want to make sure the folks out there understand and it's like because you know men are pissed off about this shit because men be doing this shit for, like I, mean, I grew up around women women some slick motherfuckers and that's the yeah, thing about it you, you better believe that and shit. the crazy thing is they 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 get, they get like a 10-year head start because we don't realize the shit till we get older like god damn women slick them Oh, <laughs> See, we think we getting away with some shit. Soon she tell us one thing, you be like, "Oh shit, no!" Yeah, you got. <laughs> hey, you got to be ready for the blows at all times, man. That's what they talking about. We want you to open up, nigga. You better not open the fuck hey, up. Well, I saw, I saw the memes. Right, they was like, "We're all cool and stuff on the thing." But you see, he didn't ask. So did you suck his dick? You suck his dick in his own way. You see, you see, he no, no, not even that. You see, when he was talking about, just say what really what it what what it is, you know. You say right. entanglement. 
And she like, she hit him with that, it's body language speaks volume. She yeah, like, absolutely. you really want to know? And he didn't ask that oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, let me just keep going. Let me just keep going. Cause I, I what's it? What's that nigga name? Um, oh, Puff Daddy. Um, Carl uh, Thomas. Mario. It was Mario. Mario Winans. That's exactly what she. No, no. It, was it Mario Winans? Yeah. No, no. It was Carl Thomas. No, it was Mario. You want? You're right. You're right. You're right. But man, I said when it comes down to that point, don't answer the question. I would say just keep it moving, man. Just keep it moving. Like everybody's situation different. If you know, if like. And, and GJ even asked in detail if you do you express it up front with the person you with. If you dating, but and, and let's think about the it. Thing with like me so, is, the answer is truly no. Then this is me though. This is just me though. And I, I'm like, since like when I got older or whatever, I just realized. I mean, this. the answer is truly yes. I apologize. Yeah, I realized it's it's just easy to just tell the truth, man. Just how, tell them how you really feel, and whether it hurt their feelings or not. I think at the end of the day, women respect that shit a whole lot more oh, yeah. than you. Still keep fucking lying and shit and saying that you're not. But, but for real though, you just be honest up front. But like, hey, this yeah, is who I am. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's another thing about dating somebody you work with. You see how they are with other people, like in other relationships. So you see, know what you're getting into. See, the you thing can't is, really see that when you meet somebody at the grocery store or at church or if somebody put you, you know, I guess, quote unquote, put you down with somebody, then they're going to they gonna represent the best of them and not exactly. the part that's out there choking bitches. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> see, the thing, see, the thing is when you talk about... Who doing that. The thing is, what you talk about, man, you got to check what do you want at the end of the day? Do you want to check your ain't shitness? Because we definitely got it. Our shit is way more transparent than the motherfucker. And it's one guy that even jokes about it. It's like a woman, tell me what you want. If you just want to fuck, just let me know you want to fuck. And if a guy say you want to fuck, I knew your ass just want to fuck. Get the fuck on. You should have kept lying and shit. Mm. All women ain't like that. That's a fact. That's a fucking fact. But the thing about it, nigga, you should like, and I, because I agree, be up be honest up front because shit if she say no shit is cool if she say yes shit but is cool all parties <laughs> need to be honest up front because some women like for you to chase them too Ooh. and that's the thing so See, I, I guess it depends on the the situation like if you at work don't chase nobody if they say no then just let it go because that's your job you know what i'm saying but I guess if it's outside of that, you may see somebody you like or whatever. And say you in Tyler. Tyler's a small town. You Ooh. see people a lot, you know. So you may see somebody you like. She may shoot you down the first time. You see again, you know. Ain't nothing wrong with shooting your shot again. At least I don't think it's nothing wrong with it. And nah, then she you just got one, you say, got, no, you nigga, got, I don't like you. But you got one that's time. what we need. More people to be more direct to say, no, I don't like you. The way I was, you got one time. If I shoot, and I, and it depends how bad the brick is. If I brick, you know, let me try to change this other goal. It's not me. It's this motherfucker. But that's me. You know, I, my insecurities built a certain ego within myself, so I act the way I act, you know? I'm, I'm, and I'm honest about that. So it's just one of those things that, like, nah. And once again, being in Tyler. Once again, I try to tell all my little cousins and stuff, you know, out of Fort Worth, you know, Dallas and all that. Man, there's so many other people out here in this world for you. Yes. So many other people out here in this world for you. And that's yeah. how I feel in, in, if you was in the workplace. Like, man, it's convenient. It's right there. It's cool. But, some, man. but man, 2020, sometimes you need references, bro. You need them. You need them. them car, I w- I'm going to say Carfax for the sake of the podcast. Uh, you need the Carfax. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Sometimes you do. 
you know, do you, man, do you with and they go back to the insecure shit. Like, I guess it works both ways. Sometimes you do, and then sometimes it's better to start off with a clean slate. Maybe they were a hoe or whatever, but they may be the hoe for you. You know, I don't, you never I don't, know. <laughs> I, I never cared about the whole hoe situation. I did. I never cared about that. I cared about who you were with. I, I'm more of on your quality over your quantity. That's my thing. And then, but at the same time, I used to tell guys, you need to do your background checking these women. I used to tell women, do these background checking these guys. You don't know what they got. Do they have any kids? Okay. okay. You need to follow up on these little things like that. But men don't think like that, you know? You can't have any wives. It's 2020, so you gotta do like. You say 2020, like this shit wasn't happening in 1940s. Shit. Well, I got somebody for 14 years, so I got back on the dating scene in 2015. I got back in the dating scene when it was Tinder and all those things. What was that like? Oh my god. My day life from 2015 to 2020 has been just this totally, it's like been a huge experiment. I could write a book. Like good, but like, okay. Hey, Shane, oh, hey, check out my homegirl, Bella, Bella God. She has a whole podcast, which is not a podcast. It's a vlog. I'll shoot, okay. shoot it to y'all later. Oh, Shout okay. out Bella. But she talk about her sex cafes and all that crazy shit. Entanglements. Entanglements, Good. yes, entanglements. Dating twenty, dating twenty fifteen to twenty twenty has been hella interesting. And one of the questions that you do have to ask is like in the standard questions you ask up front is, "Are you married?" Like you have to ask that. Now if are you, you separated? If they want to ask that. You have to do because married married men shoot their shots like oh, very casually. These <laughs> I got a oh. cousin that's married. He told me he said you better. <laughs> He said, "You better, uh, you better shoot your shot and pull it for the next man, dude." I'm like, "Nigga, you married? Like, it, what the it, fuck? You ain't got to shoot no more, bro." Okay. When I say like, cause I get I get hit on, right? I get hit on often. So half of the dudes that hit on me, I would say, are married. And not only are they married and they hit on me, they they are persistent. Like they're not trying to ease into mm-hmm. it or nothing. Like they. Shoot, yeah. and then and not unhappily married. They are just bold enough to say, "Yes, I'm married." And okay, what you trying to do? And, and they're not yeah, really. lying and saying, mm-hmm. "Oh, I'm unhappy," or "I'm gonna leave her." And mm-hmm. they're not even running game about trying to divorce their current situation. They're just like, "I'm married," and so I'm married and was good. Okay, because there's a <laughs> yeah. lot of people out here who are with it, and they don't even feel the need to try to give you false hope about mm-hmm. you actually being together in the end in fantasy land. They just like, yeah, I'm married, and is it really so bad though? Like, I'm not, I don't cheat on my wife, but is it really so bad if you honest? Like, some wives even know though. Like, some wives know their husband ain't shit, and they deal with it. But, oh. but the other girl wouldn't know that the woman didn't know that. But I but mean, obviously, she don't give a fuck. She don't want no strings attached. But why are you married then? It, it that, I mean, that's true. That's that's a fake ass nigga. I'm married. like, I'm just trying to have an understanding here. Well, he married, well, but I mean, I guess like, I like, don't get me wrong. It, like when my wife and I, we've had discussions about our shit. Like I said, Jill Scott, man. <laughs> <laughs> I just get out. Like and it's like, hey, then once again, I'm. You know what? I probably ain't even gonna say this on the podcast, but I'm like. <laughs> 
you know, I, I keep saying we're going to do a, a, a OnlyFans. Like, we have an account, and we're going to do a Patreon. If y'all want to hear the, the raunchy shit, you got to, like, subscribe to that shit. Do what you got to oh, do that. Yeah. That would be dope. But no, but, I, wasn't, I wasn't judging, you know, the men who try to holler at me. You know what I'm saying? What I'm talking about is that has to be in the question. Yeah. yeah. Like, if, you, if you're with it or you're not with it, you know? Yeah. See, I, I wish I and had some dudes pick up chicks and women pick up chicks to take home to their husband or their wife or whatever, and you know, See, do the pretty shit. You ain't lying. So you never know. I mean, if they, if they, if motherfuckers up front and tell you what their intentions are, I mean, you kind of gotta respect it though. Like it is what it is. They're putting it out there, so. So, <laughs> so this is a question. So when you were married, did you get more comp? Did you get hit hit on more or after mm-hmm. or during or after? It was after, dude. Like. Don't dog me out, but I understood what Aisha Curry was talking about when she made it look. I'm just saying I did. <laughs> I ain't gonna get into it, but I did understand what she was saying. Cause dude, I promise you, the whole time I was married, look, <laughs> I didn't get hit on. I didn't even know men noticed me. But once I started going out and dating stuff, I was like, oh, okay, this this is what looking and flirting is i didn't get a pros i'm gonna tell you yeah, let, let me let, hold on gj you go first it's, it's the opposite first. though with thank dudes, you Shit. It's, a, it's a dick softener when a girl says she married like it's like oh no hell no i have to we respect it's really weird like dudes have emotions and shit when it comes to that but with women they're like oh that's really what i want Nigga, oh, i'm fucking man. him he's a good dude <laughs> man he and he's got be, shit to lose he, he got how we see it. and i like i don't know what it is but shit I like once again. I'm cool. I, I'm cool, but yeah, it, it's it's like this the opposite. That's all I would say. Really? Like I even put on. I really even put on Instagram yesterday. Now this woman didn't know if I was married or not, but I was walking down the street, leaving the gym. Or I was leaving working out, and like she was like, "Okay, I see you calves," and I'm like, "Me? I'm like, Thank you." I'm like, I'm like, I'm telling, I, I get compliments on a lot of other shit, but I never get compliments on my calves. Yeah. And that is some shit like you can't build your calves. There's nothing you can work out to fuck your calf. Work it. That, that's the number one cosmetic surgery men receive. A lot of people don't know that it's on your calf yeah. muscles. And I'm like, thank you, bad bitch yeah. mentality. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it was like, but that was that's just an instance. But it's like women don't give a fuck. Well, I'm telling I'm like women older women don't give a fuck. Ooh, and like and I used to talk to older women before way before I even started dating my wife. It's like that's why I, I think I say I know a lot of game. I've been exposed to some shit. But man, okay. women when they get to their certain age, if they want something, they and especially women getting that empowerment, and I love it. But yeah, once again, women getting power, they're just as bad as men. Except for the, the strength part. They they're not to the point they like beat niggas across the head and shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, or, you know, shooting them as far as I know. But, no, it was one case. It was one case, but it's not nowhere near what men have done and shit. But it is, I'm telling I've been at work, at work, and I had to come home and, like, I think it was only one time I had to go to HR or some shit. And, oh, these motherfuckers, are like, oh, my God, I believe you tell HR. Bitch, that shit is inappropriate, motherfucker. <laughs> I feel offended. What the fuck you mean? Yeah. And me being a man, that is just completely absurd to say some shit like that, you know? I, I've noticed, I've seen one guy go to HR over some second harassment stuff. And the thing was, it was two guys and three women working in the store. 
all the women like the other guy, and they was always flirting with him and stuff like that. Oh, he was and a whole ass nigga. And said he wow. was offended because they wasn't flirting with him. I saw, I Wait, saw that coming before you finished. Everybody got rolled up. Damn, <laughs> and he's right, and he's right though. He's right. Like I ain't gonna say he's right. He's he's a, he's a mark. But me being in HR. Yeah, if you hit me up with some shit like that as a HR um representative, yeah, I gotta write everybody up that was involved. Especially so he wasn't the- even like involved in it. He just said, Hey, they flirting with him. I don't like the way they treat him and it, I'm offended by it. So go back to our episode three, snitching. I think it's episode three. Yeah, you, you may you may be right, man. You probably do need to just keep it out the workplace and stay professional. I know. Because uh, my thing yeah. is my previous job, they brought a um a JJ watch um Poster to work. It was a one of them big ass posters, and he was in his fucking draws. That's it. And they put that shit on the fucking wall. I'm like, hell no, man. <laughs> and I'm like, y'all ain't about to play this shit. Because if I brought some shit with once okay. again Serena Williams and some shit yeah. in a bikini, and I'm over here, oh my god. And I'm like, yeah, it's gonna be a fucking problem, okay? So right. I'm like, nah, that shit ain't about to fly. And I'm like, the only. It was like maybe three other guys in the office. Well, it was maybe five other guys in the office and one or two of them gay and they don't give a fuck. But nah, that shit is not. What the fuck is this shit? Right. In my, my job, I'm going to fuck it. In my current job, I work in construction. All right. My old don't say manager, it. my old manager, I don't care. She ain't a manager no more. My old manager, she was a woman. Right. And I was like, man, this is weird. This is the first time I ever had like a woman manager in this industry or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, man, I know they fucking talk crazy to her. You know, I know she done been through a bunch of stuff. We went to corporate one day. She's smacking all the dudes on the ass and shit. She like grabbing dicks. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> but she like, had to simulate yeah. to fit in, I guess. See, but that's that shit, man. But that's that shit. One thing I used to joke about, man, is like, you touch my beard. Obviously, you want to fuck. Man, when I tell you the amount of women just... It's like when black women talk about don't touch my hair and the sh- I'm like, I'm it's like that. Oh my god, I love you, bitch. Bitch, get your fucking hands off me. You know, <laughs> the fuck wrong with you? you I know? have Bible like, study after this. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> and, and it's some things like, nah, I'm good, I'm straight, you know, woo woo. And like I heard you married. Okay, what the fuck then and what you do, like by what you do it for, yeah. You know, and like I said, I understand this, you know, I once again, if I'm going to be on my Aisha Curry shit, I don't mind the quite, you know, being looked at from time to time. Yeah. But, but it's to the point, just like with everybody, like, you know, you, because if something, if I push back, that's when shit get real. And oh. that's when everybody fucking shit get caught up, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's just like, let's be courteous. And Respect. it's like, if me, like, for instance, if the shit that G Jack was talking about was going on with the Redskin organization. If I hit back with my previous organization and I caught start calling sexual harassment on the women there, I got at least seven that still work there. Then I can and I got proof. Like boom, this this happened here, this happened here, this happened here, this happened here, this happened here. Some women even say, I'm sorry, I don't mean to talk to you like that. Bitch, yes, you did. What the fuck are you talking about? But, and that's what I'm saying. Like, where do you draw the line at though? Like, where is it really harassment and when is it not? And when is it it's just harassment uh, at the end of the uh, day? Uh, it's just opportunity. Being, Men just don't fucking report it. That's the thing. It's like so domestic we need promote, violence. We need to promote uh, men reporting sexual harassment more in the workplace. Men, we need to support. If we're talking about true equality, yes, absolutely. We talked about on the previous episode, we talked about gender roles. You know, women are doing shit that men, well, women are doing shit they've never done before 
and vice versa. Men are doing shit they never done before. You got stay at home husbands and shit. Mm-hmm. So the the level, the ground is like being leveled. Now, don't do some shit out of spite. That's what I always say. Do some shit if you really bothered about it. My shit is unfortunately I was built, I was, you know, in this position. I'm not too stressed about the shit. I know how to tell a motherfucker go the fuck on. And it goes into some women that they may feel like this bothered them deeply and heavily. And there's some women, they trying to come up on a come up. Simple as that. But mm-hmm. it's really, at the end of the day, it's do the right thing. It's cool. and it's crazy that I'm looking at that. I'm probably watching watch that tonight. But <laughs> it, it, it's just like, well, how do y'all feel about it, ladies? I want to get y'all opinion. Have y'all ever... Have y'all ever experienced harassment in the workplace? And vice versa. I think my situation, I don't think I had uh, what I would consider sexual harassment, but I think it would be kind of what we were talking about collectively about spending time with people and, you know, you're getting to know people and you're involuntarily having to be more open with this person and you find yourself being more uh, relaxed and comfortable with people mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and I can see how you can you know get into an entanglement but my thing is also this like who is supposed to say when it gets inappropriate if you guys were both consensual up to a certain point like that's what I'm saying like it's the first person to go to especially if the person has been mutual with you then I think that's a very thin line but if you're going to talk about something obvious like somebody trying to holler at you and you like shut it down immediately they should not mm-hmm. keep coming up to you that is yeah. clear and blatant harassment but yeah. if we are exchanging mm-hmm. energy and well, what all if i'm scared just kind of backpedal he said what if you're scared what, well, yeah but but how do i know scared of what are you scared of getting caught that's what women are women are saying they're scared of getting fired they're scared yeah. of getting teased are you scared of... to tell if they feel uncomfortable yeah oh, that's the real thing oh yeah but i think i think <laughs> Oh, so, when did it get uncomfortable? But that's what, what Garrick said. So it's right. okay. To Garrick's question, I think there will be two components involved. I think one component would be first off, like, is it mutual, right? Right. That's one. Then two, even say if it's not, what is this line with the dude? I think it depends on to what extent you're coming at me. Now, if you are like, in which I mean, then two is still gray area, right? Because there yeah, can be yeah. it's right? always a gray area. But mm-hmm. if you are you know, hey, can we go to lunch? You saying, hey, can you want to go to lunch with me versus you grabbing my ass? That's like two totally different things. But yeah. if I already told you no the very first time. No, well, no, it's no. You right. know what I'm saying? If, if I tell you no and you continually that's pursue a, me, that's harassment. That's harassment. Yes. But also, too, though, like, if you're, I feel like if you approach me and say, hey, Shayla, you know, I am interested, or I, I believe you're single, I'm interested you. Do you want to out of work? I like your hoops. Oh, do you? These are staple. If you come up and say, Shayla, I like my hoop. But see, I don't know if that's flat or not. He could be in the earring. He could be in the earring. Right? Subtle. It's true. It's true. You never know. So, and, and, and you know what? It's, you're right. I could say I like your earrings and shit and just be genuinely mean that shit. Right. And, but I, some women be like, Oh, he trying to fuck, girl. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, dude. If all you know, he wear it when he get home. Okay. Yeah, you know, oh, like. Or maybe he want to get his wife or his daughter a pair. Man, like, true. But that's the point. 
when does it get inappropriate when it's not blaringly obvious? Agreed. When it's not blaringly obvious? Yes. If I, if you know that it's unwanted. But that means that it's obvious if the person can say, I know it's unwanted. That's, that's when it goes That's what I'm saying. Like, when do we just need to be more blunt and say, hey, I don't like this shit or no, this isn't going there. Shoot the fuck out. <laughs> You know, like what? How do you stop it? I pro- I wish I would have positioned this question a lot better. Like, okay, hold on, hold on. I had a question I, just a second ago, but I cannot think of it. Shit. So th- think about it real quick. I was gonna say I wish I I could position this better and be like, how do women want to be treated at the in the workplace? You know, okay. maybe that's a better way to to word this. You know, instead of just saying I got the I got the question. I got the question. Does it come down to you being attracted to the motherfucker or not? Okay, it's a me. Oh, look at Nisi. Look, she perked them lips. Okay. Uh-uh, see, I don't say no. see, see, oh, see, I see it's a meme that I saw a minute ago. That a dude that could seem what many women may see attractive, you know, tall, got his hair and shit like that. Woo, woo, woo. And he come down, hey Nisi, how you doing? I hope you're having a great day today. You know, you're looking <laughs> mighty fine with them glasses. Mighty right now. fine today. Like and she like, look at she look at her, she blushing like a motherfucker now. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> then the fucking short, overweight, fat, um, you know, bald, you know, you can say all oh, this other shit about the motherfucker. Like, this is, these are characteristics women may look at motherfucker. Motherfucker, ugh. Ugh, he like saying, hey, hope you're having a good day, Nisi. Get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> like, like, harassment. The harassment. This motherfucker, I was coming around here harassing me and shit. Damn. I, 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 would, I cannot say that I oppose that totally. There mm. are people that that does matter to. So I won't mm, say no. So it kind of goes, okay. uh, if y'all are not in the everything culture group, I'm going to have to add you if you're on Facebook, Nisi, but we have a great group that I'm trying to push. And I hope y'all come on thir- on our Sunday chat as well. But mm-hmm. I talk about, is it a such thing as pretty privilege? Mm, I remember yes, that. It is. It is. Like and I and I like it's it's and I and I appreciate people. It's not even a discussion. I appreciate people actually stating that we know if we're if people find you attractive, you get more things, and vice versa. If you're attractive, you get treated a certain way. It's fucked up, but it's true. I even go. I'll bring up an incident with G Jack and I. Well, when we stopped recording, but I did the shit recently, and I G Jack pointed out, and I felt so bad about the shit <laughs> because you. Became- oh yeah. <laughs> Look, Gag, remember Gag, crack it up. Like, when he pointed that shit out, I thought like I kind of, I kind of, you know how you think something. I may have done that, but nobody like I may have done it, but nah, I didn't do it. This motherfucker pinpointed that shit. You did that shit right there. And I'm like, damn, hey, you saw that. And I'm like, damn. Hey, I did do that shit. I'm so sorry. And it's like, it's no way I can call it apologize. If I apologize, I'm calling that person. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's true. It is true, without a doubt. And that's what but men and women. Is it really pretty privileged, though? Because I mean, some people just have a great personality. They may be funny or whatever. Or y'all just vibing. You just nice to them. You know what I'm saying? That, that's how I look you, at it. You have that. I, I always go by personality. I don't really. If you're pretty, then I don't know. It don't really do nothing. Boy, you the worst motherfucker to talk about that shit. Let what? Go. Well, give an example. What? Bring it out. Coming up, man. Motherfucker, you don't even. You, you can't even think of somebody's name that you don't find. A- 
Today's hydration is sponsored by 1186 Water. This is a real artesian water straight from the aquifer in Alabama, uh, new to the Houston area, uh, and is an ultra-premium artesian water. Feel free to follow us at Facebook and Instagram at 1186water, and that's 11, E-L-E-V-E-N, 86water. And as also, you can uh, visit our website at www.1186water.com. Yeah, and, you know, welcome back. You know, talking about pretty privilege and sexual harassment in the workplace, or even friendships and shit, okay? Oh, we never talked about the friend zone. Oh, my goodness. Oh, no. so, that's a I know we got we to we bring y'all back for that shit. Yeah, that was good. I'm the I'm the queen of friend zone. Oh, don't do it. Why are you wasting them dudes time like that? Like oh, you know they I, want I feel you. Attacked. I feel attacked with not enough time <laughs> to defend myself. <laughs> Let, let's just spend five minutes on this real quick. Okay. okay. Now, it's why why, why do you lead them in a friend zone? Like, why don't you just tell them what it is? Oh, I'll tell them that we just friends. But I, I mean, like, that's what you, you mean, bro. So is that like hope? Like you tell them, hey, there's hope. Or you know, oh, like, so, so y'all feel like once you're in a friend zone, you can't get you can't ever get out the friend zone. For what? <laughs> Are you talking about a relationship or the smash? You see, you see, that's the shit I'm talking about. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about with Nisi right there. So y'all understand. Hey, you got from Chicago, man. Yeah, but she think differently, man. She think differently. I, I, I was like, she think differently, but I peep game. It's a bit oh, to Chicago. I, I, I'm looking forward to the makers of you with Nisi right here, man. I'm about yes. like, yo, like, who raised you? <laughs> who raised? He's <laughs> in Chicago. Yeah, what do you want with these streets? Nah. Because <laughs> she dropping some shit like that's some shit a nigga would say. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah. No, nah, but uh, you let her know that there's not gonna be nothing though. And then the friends on you let them know, hey, like Dick I really don't see you. Like like, hey, we're better, we're better as friends. We're better yeah. as friends. Then, or even if, if I we're dating and I'm like, you know, I can tell, you know, this isn't gonna advance romantically, but I'm open to a friendship if you are. Like and you okay. don't how, who, okay, if you start off mm. as dating. How successful do you see men go from the day you start they start as dating and go into the friend zone? You said how what? Successful percentage wise. That's like a reversal. Um, go from dating to um friend zone? Yeah. yeah. It's that is like a downgrade. That's a demotion. Hey, you see what I mean? See, Nisi is on that shit. Okay, but go ahead. I, I asked I asked a specific question because I agree with Nisi, but coming from a one like a a regular woman, not calling you just regular. <laughs> uh, thousand, nah, fuck that. You uh, you are all the way out of my mindset on that shit. <laughs> it was so, valid. I'm just saying. No, I what's no judgment because but it's Shayla because Shayla, Shayla thinking completely different what you thinking obviously. Uh -uh. That was my first training thought. <laughs> yeah. okay. I know. Yes, but we got right, well, let's let, we let's got bring it look. back. Let's bring it back. No, I want, I want, I want the answer. So, what percentage the guys that you you start off dating and they go to friend zone? Ooh, I guess it'll be all of them because she ain't married nobody. Right, but well, um, that's a pretty high percentage. Because some just some could say, "Nah, I'm good. Don't fuck with her no more." Oh, I see what you're saying. Like they just either they friend or they just drop off. Yeah. Okay, I've had some like delete me from Facebook. Then I always hurt my feelings. Like I feel like I'm so nice on Facebook. But um, I don't know, like 
I've had since 2015, I've had what two boyfriends that lasted maybe like three months, six months. That's used to cut off. Yeah. yeah three so, three to six months you can get to know somebody and realize only, you're gonna be with only two though. But I have like dated guys where we didn't get a, in a committed relationship and something happened or style or whatever, and I'm like, hey, you know what? And I, anytime I end it, I'm always like, I know the reason. If you want me to, if you want me to share it, I will. If they like, hey, okay, I want to know, then I tell them what happened. Niggas don't want to know the truth for real though. Well, like, one lie, dude did lie. ask me. <laughs> tell us, tell us, fuck that, tell us. You can tell the us. Reason, we oh, ain't that big. The reason was because he was basically. Oh, y'all recording? Okay, so girl, I, go. I Man, if he if he listened to this, I'll pay him to sh- stop crying and leave you the fuck alone. Crying. How about that? But basically, Man, um, but basically, it? he was one. He was too passive aggressive the way he communicated. And the second part was, I really feel like he wanted me to be his girl, but he was scared to ask. And it's crazy because I had told my friends, I was like, yeah, if he asked me to be his lady, I would. But I feel like he was scared of getting shot down, so he was trying to make me jealous for like to make me feel like. Oh, somebody trying to snatch him, so I better ask, essentially. Mm. And I was like, okay. I was like, I'm ending it because of this. You know, you be trying to make me jealous. And, you know, you're also passive aggressive in your communication. And he didn't agree with me. What was the sign? He's a Taurus. Ah, they crazy. But, um... (laughs) I'm I'm a Sagittarius, so I'm very, like, just shoot it straight with me. Oh, my God. Holy shit! Why did I didn't? I didn't know this shit. Yes, I'm a Sagittarius. What does that mean, man? Oh man, I'm gonna bring all three of the Sagittarius I know onto a chat and let this fucking motherfucker set on fire and shit. <laughs> that could be our season finale. <laughs> you motherfucker, it's scary how much y'all act alike. It's scary. Dude, man, I'm a, I'm a, I'm an astrology junkie too. If y'all ever want to talk astrology, DC's probably either Gemini or Leo. No, uh, uh-uh. uh, Pisces. I don't know. I haven't tried to guess. Mm-hmm. I don't even know all of them. So I, that's all I know. Capricorn. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. I don't know if I know any more Capricorns. Tyrese said they managed though. <laughs> Man, don't, don't, bring, don't bring up Tyrese on this damn show. But I, <laughs> all right, so last question, real quick, before we go, because I gotta run. Okay. How do y'all feel about men and man weaves? <laughs> Would you date a man with a man weave? I'm not gonna hold you. No. Okay, y'all, y'all can get at me how you want to with what I'm about to say, but <laughs> since it was generalized, I'm gonna go this lane with it. If it's about getting the bag and helping people restore their confidence in themselves i'm 100 percent with it like as an installer i'm here for the man weaves i have seen so many videos of people whose eyes have literally lightened back up <laughs> when they saw themselves projected a certain way because the man weave not five to ten years off of them mm. and it did make a drastic mm-hmm. difference yeah. And you can just see their bravado just raise, you know, with it. So mm-hmm. along the side that, you know, they'd be a client because they got to get it uninstalled, you know, yeah. trying to get the bag full circle. It also is actually helping people feel better about themselves. So Now, Nisi, here come a direct question. Yeah. Ah! Would you date a man with a man weave? How would I know he had it in, in between styles? Uh, yes. But y'all fucking and <laughs> <laughs> take it off. 
Like y'all be like he been blowing your back out for the Knicks by four months. I'm talking oh, about. Okay. Oh, so now you gotta have me against him. Nah, he didn't say that. Well, okay, okay. Let me let me let me extend the question then. He been knocking your walls down for the past four months. Okay. He's been he's been pleasuring you greatly, taking you out. You know he ain't been a whole ass nigga. Everything been legit. Everything fine. And on you gonna grab his hand and that shit slip back. No, no, he know he he proudly like you you take off your shit, he take off his shit. Where y'all at? Are you comfortable by that time? Y'all, like, if it's been some months, I'm comfortable it. He, he, he pleased you in all other ways. You just took it from something initial, from attraction, maybe on the first level, to actually being and dealing with somebody. And okay, I'm doing... Um, let's, let's, no, let's go nope. back to the first uh, level. Nope. Okay. I'm gonna talk to, hold on, let's get Shayla out the way, because she's going to be simple. See, I, I can talk to Nisi. Okay, I can talk to Nisi. Hold on, no, 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 no. We staying on Nisi right now, because she's going to answer this question. So, if it's at the beginning, beginning stages, and you is somebody you find attractive or whatever, but maybe you go back through their Facebook and you say, "Oh, this motherfucker used to be bald for like five years. Is he? He got on the man weave. Okay. He proud of it." You know? Thank you. That was direct, and I can understand that. I appreciate that. Um, uh, I think I would have to see how he was vibing. I don't think I'd throw him away for the weave, you know. Okay, so that's not an instant no if he got the man weave. That's why I skipped the four months. If the Bosman cool, where yeah, she sit in? No, but what I'm saying is that if I think that I can see that he's happy with or without it, I'm straight. If I feel like the weave is making him, then obviously he has insecurities deeper than what man weave can fix. So I think if he was happy without the weave and with the weave, I would go with it. I, I have a question. It's not a deal breaker. Yeah. I have a question. But what if he's like, what if he's, he's still good without it, but he's yeah. more confident with it? Okay, but that's my point. He already was good. So if he okay. was good and it's elevated, cool. But if he was bad and the weave make him good, that's a problem. But do like, mm. I know for men, their hair is like a huge thing. Like, But that's what I'm saying. But if you're confident as who you are with it, but you enjoy the enhancement of it, then that's cool. What if it's a woman that's bald, though? Uh, oh. That's alopecia. No, 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 no. Shayla's making my point. Shayla's making yeah, my exact point. I don't what the well, well, because, but I'm just saying, say if it is a woman that's bald, like she could be down because she's bald. Like okay. hair is huge for a woman. Uh, yeah, and but that's from a, a emotional standpoint of what women are projected about their niggas don't have emotions. And I said that's fine as long as it doesn't make him a different person. And I don't mean physically, I mean like you don't have that same security about yourself without the so basic, so basically. <laughs> So basically, if he had the same confidence when he balled, he need to have the same confidence when he have the hair. So yeah. he can't turn into a bad bitch all of a sudden when he throw that fucking man dreads on all of a sudden. Yeah. I mean, he, can, he can enjoy the enhancement, but it should not have made him who he was prior to the week. No, we... we hey. And so, yes, he can have Niggas them. go through this. The, the answer I was looking for is just if it's a deal breaker, if he has I a man. Yes. Yes. She answered yes. I mean, yeah, she I know, yes. but I'm just saying, we, we kind of went somewhere else. And I'm mm, like, I, I, and I like the way where we're going. I like where we so, went. So, Shayla, like is it? He said mine's going to be simple. He's correct. If a two is, it, it, I don't mind a man having a, um, 
a man with you. That's not gonna be a deal breaker for so me. But what would be? But what? Well, well, here's what would mm. make it a deal breaker. If this, if this See, get a get a man weed just for motherfucking dress. Now it depends on the type of weed. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Like, okay. That's like yeah. that nigga, if he got fucking um if he got fucking inches, he hitting you with the hole. <laughs> we just said man weed because a man can have a ball and look natural, but then he wanna go and get his little Wayne on. Now we talk about the type <laughs> of weed he Well, got. hey, that's just that's just my oh, preference. And man, that's fine. It's a, it's a made a layer. But I mean, so dudes who have dreads that are weaved though, like they it's like they have like they got baby dreads, they, they got, got baby locks like and they get the extensions. extensions to it. Absolutely. I know, that's kinda like in the in the in the in the lock community, we do it's kind of frowned upon. It's kinda like, oh, that's cheating. You didn't grow your locks out. Uh, I think that's kind of man. I want to come. That's the other thing. If you got natural, I would love to have you come back on. My wife oh, is being teeter totting on getting locks tonight. Is that what you say? If, I would. If a dude that she was kicking it with had four locks, mm-hmm. you gonna kick him to the curb because no, you, found out you, you know what? No, but I hope he could take some some jabs. So let me talk your shit about it. Like oh, okay. you know, but I'm gonna make it light. You see, fellas, put your hair tonight. <laughs> <laughs> But you see, man, you open up to, I want to again, fellas, open up to a therapist before you open up to your gal. Oh, definitely, (laughs) definitely never. Hey, that's the deepest shit I can tell all males in the world right now. Open up to a therapist before you open up to your gal. Let's end it on that note. But man, thank y'all so so. <laughs> thank y'all. I, 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 I tell you, I've enjoyed this show right here. Um, thank y'all so much, man, Nisi and Shayla. Like you know, we about to get on the Make It For You in a second, and make sure y'all check the Make It For You out if you haven't checked it out already. But um, good, great. And once again, we y'all are coming back. Y'all are coming back. Definitely. Um. So, so G what you got for us, man? Hey man, just I just want to say I appreciate y'all coming to the show. Like Mr. D713 said, you know, it was enlightening, entertaining, and educational today. So I learned a lot, you know. Thank y'all for having us. This was like, this was the highlight of, I don't know, July at least. This was dope. Thank y'all for having us on here. Okay, y'all have any of y'all handles y'all like to share? You know, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Y'all have any business y'all want to support? Any shout outs y'all got? I want to give a shout out real quick though to my wife business. Oh, shout it out, baby! Shout it out. Um, Yard Gems is her business. If you're in the Richmond Sugarland area, you have any kind of celebration, you want to show some love and appreciation to your loved one, we will. Well, she will put out signs in your yard like "Happy Birthday," "Congratulations," whatever. It looks good. Just go to www.yardgems.com. You can book, schedule, see pictures, all that stuff. Great like that. Small and black owned. Okay. And we black owned. All right, nailed it. I don't have I don't have any any shout outs. Handle is I don't have no handles right now. Okay, low key, we see. Look, for now. No, I for real don't have any like my socials is super weak. So I, I believe you. I believe you. <laughs> she ain't got no socials. Mm-hmm. These niggas to know. <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah, you gotta do me one more. You try to get caught up. Hey, hey, now I gotta go ahead to you. But um, as always, (laughs) go ahead. (laughs) 
y'all got y'all can follow us on Facebook, Tumblr, Instagram at Everything Culture. You can follow us on our website or subscribe to our website at www.everythingculture.com. You can follow us on Inst- well, you can follow us on Twitter at Every THG Culture. And as always, check us out on YouTube. We need more. We want more subscribers. Y'all want to subscribe to us on YouTube. I'm telling you, we have good material. We have awesome guests like we have right now. And our main goal is to grow with one another. And it comes from the quote that we base every episode off of. Real quick, from- before you get to Martin Luther King, Scream. when you go to that website, there's a donate button at the bottom. Press it. You please donate to this great content we're putting out every week. And you can also buy t-shirts online too. So we got merchandise online. Click on that link and you can buy t-shirts, everything culture, like the one me and Mr. D713 have on. We can make it in almost any color. So- uh, we, got bad, we got a lot of things coming up. It's on the website. It, it's so much coming up. But once again, if you just want to subscribe to us, you want to donate to us, you know, it's all love. Like, and we give back to our community as well. So, and it goes in our community is any culture or background that's really trying to make a positive difference in this world. Ready for our MLK Jr.? Let's go. All right. Well, Martin Luther King Jr. said years ago that he believes that men hate each other because they fear each other and they fear each other because they don't know each other and they don't know each other because of segregation. And we have, because of segregation, we have miscommunication. So here on Everything Culture, we try to bridge the gap of that and so we can communicate with one another so we can start to love one another. Thank you all and God bless. Thank you.